Hello everybody and welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin with an E. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> right? That's Not an A, great. but an E. I'm Erica with an E too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're Erica with a C, not a K. Right, yes. It's spelled That's, the plain way. Yeah, E-R-I-C-A. Just nothing fancy, just plain. That's right. Like me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are delighted to have you back. Hope everyone has had a great week. Uh, thank you to all of our new listeners and new followers that we've had this week. It's so exciting. We love seeing everybody and hearing from you. Uh, we've yes. also, uh, listeners have reached out to us over the last week, Erin, and we've gotten some uh, more ideas on some shows to do. So, Ooh. yeah, so we really appreciate that. And so we're going to mm-hmm. be busy for a while, and I'm excited. So Me too. You, thank you again to everybody. Um, if you haven't already, please follow us. Give us a follow on Instagram at Southern Onion Podcast. And if you would like to reach out with a show idea or question, anything, uh, feel free to email us at southernonion, the number two, at gmail.com. So, business side done. Erin, how was your week? It was good. I actually went and got my hair cut finally. (gasps) Ooh, I need to get my hair cut so bad. (laughs) So, I know. I went in and I was just like, take an inch off. But it's still kind of long. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to go get it cut. So, I mean, I'm glad I went. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been like the highlight of my week. <laughs> it's that's so good. sad. Wow. Driver's license and now getting your hair cut. You live in large, girl. Oh, and, and I'm getting crazy. I'm going to wash windows. I'm going to do my spring <gasps> cleaning. So I know. Girl. Ooh. You better calm <laughs> so down. So scandalous. Yeah. Pace yourself. <laughs> I know. I know. So scandalous. Can't have all the fun at one time now. No. And Maggie is doing great. Oh, she finally oh, recovered from good. her little back muscle pull. So, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, I know. I think she was playing it up. She just wanted oh. some more extra pets and treats is probably what it is. Yeah. But now she's she's overweight. So she has to lose two pounds. I know this is awful. <laughs> and a it, dog. <laughs> and it's so hard to, like, get her to walk. Because mm-hmm. she won't go. I mean, she's right. just like, no. So, yeah, I well, know. Maggie, if you're listening, honey, you are beautiful. That's right. the way you are. So we love we love her no matter what. That's so. exactly right. I mean, that's the vet's opinion. <laughs> Doesn't make it gospel, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so how was your how was your week? Uh, week's been good. I had um, you know, of course, just work and and dealing with the public. And some days it's good, and some days you question why you deal with the public. So, uh, mm-hmm. but but overall, um, a great week, and just looking forward to the weekend. I got to see. A friend on Thursday, family last night, get to go hang out with some more friends at a, you know, very socially distanced um, bonfire, and we're all vaccinated, so, um, but we'll still stay away from each other, but, you know, just, like I said, getting back to just a a teensy bit of of normalcy, Um, and it feels, it feels good. I mean, I still get worried and anxious. I think if you don't, you know, that you're, you're not recognizing that we're still in a pandemic, but, um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so, so it's been good and yeah, I bought new guitar strings. So, <laughs> oh, there Woo! you go. <laughs> you know, you know, so play us a little song. Yeah. Later, but right? yeah, I will. Kumbaya, my lord. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, so, uh, so that's been about it. My cats are doing great. So they've not okay. pulled back muscles playing cause they're lazy. So, 
Oh, well, Sit, yeah. <laughs> sitting in the window, yeah, watching the nature channel, so. That's right. They call them queens for a reason, That's right? That's absolutely, and that, Lord, they are, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope everybody else has had yep. a great week. We, um, the topic we're doing today is the Menendez brothers. I've, mm -hmm. I kind of remember this trial going on because it was the late 80s, early 90s, so we were still kind of mm -hmm. young uh, during mm -hmm. that time. The documentary Aaron and I watched was called Inside the Menendez Movement. It is a 2020 episode. That is season 43, episode 20. You can look it up on YouTube or go to abc.com um, or some cable providers will have it on demand because it just ran on April 2nd. Correct. I believe. Because, it did. Well, and what kind of brought it about was... There is a TikTok movement, yes. and I know a touch about TikTok. I'm not, mm -hmm. I've watched videos off of it. There's been some really creative um, videos yep. I've seen. There's been some really stupid videos I've seen, um, yep. you know, but hey, props to people that go out there and make creative stuff. I mean, that, that takes guts, so hats off to sure. y'all. Um, but this is kind of what started this you know, where are they now, or a re-look mm -hmm. re at the case of the Menendez brothers, and um, yep. kind of what what made me think about it, because they come from a very influential, or affluent, I think is the word they used, uh, mm -hmm. family, and all I keep thinking about is that song, you know, Mo Money, Mo Problems. And, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and I was like, Biggie had it right, you know, the notorious B.I.G. He he knew, man. He knew. Yep. May he, he rest knew. in peace. He, I love his music. But anyway, um, yeah, so it kind of starts off, you know, with their talking about their parents, which is mm -hmm. um, Jose uh, Menendez and Kitty Menendez. <laughs> I love that name, I by the way. I love the name Kitty. My, I think I'm going to name my yeah. next cat Kitty. And just, what's the name? Right. Kitty. <laughs> well, her real name is Mary, but they call her Kitty. Yes, yes. But I st I, we're just going to go with Kitty. Uh, yeah, we got to go with Kitty because yeah. that's cool. So I like I like Kitty. So. Yeah, and, it, and, and I didn't realize this until I watched this, that the, the dad is from, he was an immigrant from Cuba. He yes. came over to the United States as a teenager because mm -hmm. he was, I mean, and they said he was a bully and they wanted to get him out of Cuba because he was not making very good choices for himself, which mm -hmm. tell me a teenager that does all the time mm -hmm. make good choices for themselves. Um, and so that's why he got into the United States and that him and Kitty uh, met in college at Eastern Illinois, I believe yes. it was. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he was just like, wow, this is somebody who's just beautiful. And, and she was talented. And she liked him because he was very driven. He had a lot of jobs. But it was like, I want to do good. And, and he did. So he, he went from really being an immigrant from Cuba to a multi-million dollar movie executive in the late 80s. So, yes. if he was multimillionaire in the late 80s, he he's making hundreds of millions now in today's time, you know. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Just 30 years later. So, so that's kind of a, a background on them. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right, Aaron. It's, okay. um, it, it says that this TikTok movement is more yes. of a, a Gen Z movement to true crime. Now, we are right. Gen Xers, just so. Yes, we are. 
We're not Gen Zers. We're not millennials. We are Gen Xers. No, I know. We're, we're at the very end because we're... Yes. Yeah. We were in the late 70s. We were in the late so, 70s. I know we sound youthful. Yep. I know. Pick I know, your, but we're your, not. Pick your jaws back up. We're not. Right. We're in our right. 40s, but um, <laughs> I'm proud of I, it. <laughs> right. The, the TikTok thing was interesting to mm-hmm. me because um, I think, okay, Eric and Lyle... Mm-hmm. I, I think it was which one's more attractive. I think that's where it kind of started. People saw pictures of them and they're like, Lord. which one do you like? But there was one TikTok. I had to pause it because I wanted to read what it said. Mm-hmm. And it showed a picture of Eric, okay. the younger one. Yes. Uh, and it said, this man is in prison not knowing that he has a fan base of teenage girls. And the girls doing duck lips. Oh, Lord. Oh. And I'm like, honey. <laughs> First of all, they don't look like that now. Right, exactly. These are these are guys in their late forties, early fifties. Yeah, and yeah, he killed his parents. And, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And they're yeah. double murderer. Yeah. Okay. Right, right. So I love that <laughs> so they played attractive. the and they played the Britney Spears <laughs> this Britney Spears song "Criminal," which. Yeah, Mama, I'm in love with a criminal. <laughs> I have, sh- I have shamelessly downloaded that. So. Aaron, Erin. <laughs> walking so, Maggie. Yeah, I'm in love with a criminal. Yeah. Or however it goes. <laughs> so, <laughs> no oh, hate, no hate, right? So yeah. anyway, wow, no, just disappointment, Erin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's the TikTok has kind of brought on this the case. This is why the case is being revisited. Yes. But I think some of them of them are just looking at how attractive they think they are. Yes. And it did bring up also, and we'll get to it in a little bit, about why they killed their parents. And if they deserve to be in prison still to this day right. because of why they killed their parents. Well, why they're saying they killed their parents. Correct. They're, right, right. To me, there's multiple motives um, mm-hmm. in this. And, and so, yeah, I... I I'm just going to go ahead and say up front, you know, mm-hmm. we know I like to play devil's advocate. I love that. But mm-hmm. I'm not fully 100,000% convinced of everything they said on the stand. But I know mm-hmm. that's what's really driving the movement as well. Correct. What, what they are saying. And I'm not saying it didn't happen. Let me say that too. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Right. Um, but I'm not saying that's the only reason. That's not the mm-hmm. only motive. I have... You know, and we'll, like you said, we'll go over that here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think what the, what the movement, it's like, okay, is this a hotness contest <laughs> or which? Yeah. Ugh, either anyway. Yeah. But no, um, thank you to either. No, no I, I'm sorry. I appreciate it, but no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine their like Tinder profiles or something, you know, um, affluent family, great tennis player. Oh, double homicide murderer. You know, yeah, <laughs> swipe yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. So, I'm good. I'm gonna pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, getting into it, um, yes. Kitty ends up. Her and Jose, they get married. Kitty wants to be an actress. He says, "No, I want you to stay home, raise the kids." So oh, they have right. Lyle and Eric. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Which right there, you in today's time, no. Right. Unless you want right. to, and then I su- fully support that, ladies. But yep. you don't have to stay home just because you have yep. children. Right. So anytime somebody would tell Kitty, like, you need to discipline the boys because they were kind of acting out of control and acting mm-hmm. out, she would tell them, you know, don't tell me how to raise my kids. You need mm-hmm. to mind your own business. Yes. So Jose wanted the boys to be competitive. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted and, them to be as driven as him. And that 
you cannot teach that drive. It is in you or it's not. But yeah. Right. No, you're yeah. right. Yeah. And so he wanted, I think he wanted the boys to reflect his success. Mm-hmm. So they were doing their homework for them. <laughs> I loved so, hearing that. I was like, we could, our, okay, our parents were educators. Did they do our homework? No. No. No, no, no. How could they? (laughs) Yeah. So you got your parents who are doing your homework for you. Mm -hmm. And then they would also get the boys to ride in limousines to school. Now, okay, we rode rode a limousine. Yeah. We were the yellow limousine. The yellow limousine that said school bus on the side of it. Yeah. With with other friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So. (laughs) (laughs) We were so cool. We could like bring down the window or we could put it up. I mean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so Lyle, we'll get into Lyle first. First of all, I kept getting them confused and they're not twins. They don't look alike. No, but the way they but, group them together, you would think it. Yeah. Well, I think one is more dominant than the other. I think that could be it too. I don't know. Right. But yes. so Lyle, yeah. So Lyle is the oldest and he is successful at playing tennis. That's kind of like his niche. Mm-hmm. He's very good at tennis. Mm-hmm. And so when he graduates high school, dad wants him to go to Princeton. Yes. Yes. But because... he doesn't have the grades. Yeah, because or... why? Well, mommy and daddy been doing the work. Yeah, but then they had to go take the test. And guess what happens when you don't do the homework? You fail the test. So Right. So daddy, Jose, steps in and donates $50,000 to Princeton. Mm-hmm. And Wait. Lyle gets in. Now, we've heard of this, parents giving money to universities to get their children in. Hmm, Lori Laughlin. Hmm, Felicity oh. Huffman. <laughs> hmm. oh, so yeah. this was going on back in the 80s. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Isn't it, though? Yes. Okay, sorry. Just, yeah. I noted yeah. that. I was like, okay, so this isn't new. They just got, you know. They just got caught. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Lyle, what happens? Flunks out. Yep. He got caught for plagiarizing a paper. <gasps> Jose, daddy, steps in and tries to convince them not to kick him out, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So now, now Lyle is home. So Lyle is home. Yep. Not going to college, not working a job. He's yeah. home. He Because he's never had to. And, that, and right. this is brought up even later by Kitty. She was like, you know, maybe we mm-hmm. shouldn't have given them everything in the world. Maybe we should have let them, you know learn a few things growing up and not just handing them things but yeah yeah so so here he goes tell tell between his legs i've flunked out of princeton i've plagiarized a a a paper so Mm -hmm. here we are and daddy is not happy at all no so in 1987 they moved from princeton new jersey to calabasas california yep calabasas if that sounds familiar is that's where keeping up with the kardashians that's Mm -hmm. where they lived so Erica's like giving me a look. But I know. <laughs> a God, lot of people heard show. Calabasas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's where the the Kardashian family was at. So yes. very rich neighborhood, yes. well-to-do oh, yeah. people. Yeah. Um, the boys, of course, were very spoiled still. Mom and dad are spoiling them. Mm-hmm. Um, then we meet Eric, Eric's friend Craig. And he said that Eric, now mm-hmm. Eric's the younger one, mm-hmm. was very loud. He would go into a shoe store and throw things around because he wanted to be seen. Right, and that, and I, and I wrote that down too. It said a friend said they go into a store, and if Eric was not immediately helped, he would jump on a table and scream that he wanted to buy something while he was throwing other items on the floor. His friend said 
He just had a presence about him. And I'm like, no, I call that being a spoiled jerk. That's not yep. a, pre a If you walk into a room and you have a presence about you, that's usually because you're drawing in good energy. People see, oh, wow, they just, you know, what is it we always hear in Dateline? They just, she just, they just lit up the room when they walked in. That's a presence, not I'm going to jump on a table and scream. That's just being a jerk. That, exactly. So, right, I'm not a fan of these guys. Like, no. Even back then. But yeah, no, I thought that no, was no, a, I no. thought that was interesting. His friend was still like, "Oh, he was just so awesome. He had a presence about him." And I'm like, "What? Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. If anybody goes to a store and jumps on a table and does that, let me know what happens. If people were quoted in your arrest record as saying you had a presence about right. you, right? I really admire that person. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is around the time the boys get into something I had never heard this before: hot prowl. Yes. Well, I've never we wouldn't heard know. That we didn't grow up with multi multi million dollar parents, right? So I was like, "What's a hot?" I had to rewind. I'm like, "What was that again?" Yeah. I didn't know what they said. Yeah. I was like, a hot "So it's hot prowl, yeah. yeah, hot prowl, where they would sneak into houses and that, that they would think about robbing." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and see, Lyle, he commits robbery first. Lyle's mm -hmm. the older one, so he commits robbery first. Took some things from a girlfriend's house. Mm-hmm. Eric, the younger one, turns around and says, hey, I could do the same thing. Not to be and outdone. He, mm -hmm. Right. And he robs a friend's house. Uh -huh. Right. Yes. But Eric then returns it. Before, he had the conscience. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay, I took it. See what I did? Now I need to put it back because I can't deal with this. <laughs> right. So they yeah. do eventually get caught for robbing. Yes. Um, yeah, they would back up a U-Haul. And takes that. See that? Yeah. But again, that's where, you know, because Barbara Walters asked them in whatever interview year it was, mm -hmm. do you think you all are considered normal teenagers? And he was like, yeah. And she goes, are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Barbara. Because I thought, right. you cannot say you're a normal teenager. You drive, you ride into school in New York in limos. Mm -hmm. That's not the normal teenage experience. That's your right. upper, you know, 5% people. I mean, unless you own a limo company and you're just letting the kids use your limo and company time. But, right. but yeah, but, and that's the thing. Because when they get caught, mm -hmm. the dad's reaction, I don't think it ever said the mom's reaction. The dad's reaction mm -hmm. was not, oh, my gosh, you've been stealing. How dare you? You should be upright citizens. No, the dad's issue was you got caught. You were stupid enough to get caught. Not, yeah. you know, like you should have been a better burglar than that. And yeah. because the guys thought, oh, well, I'll just become a criminal and that'll be cool. And, you know, we'll do this. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, so, you know. Here's another check written, and I thought the one reporter, she she said it. You know, poor kids go to jail. Rich kids go to a psychiatrist. Yeah. Because you take, if you and I had done that, we would have gone oh. to, to juvie or whatever. But because right. they came from a wealthy family, it was like, well, just pay this fine, and you need to go talk to somebody. You know, and mm -hmm. so right there, again... The, these guys don't live in the reality that most of these people do that are over here just fanfaring on them right now. Right. So after this whole getting caught, they were put on probation type thing going mm -hmm. on in Calabasas. Right. They wanted, the family wants to distance themselves from Calabasas, so they moved <clears throat> to Beverly Hills. 
And I kept thinking about 90210, that show. That's the first thing I thought about. So, so this is where Kitty starts worrying about Lyle's behavior. Lyle's the older one. Yes. He is known to be a playboy. He's dating Victoria's Secret models. Allegedly, yes. I'm like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> You're bringing he, shame on the Victoria's Secret model's name, okay? <laughs> I mean, I had each their own, yep. I, you know. But so <laughs> they, so mom and dad realize they're raising a Playboy, and they're not happy about this. Right. So they take away his credit cards. Mm-hmm. So he just goes and starts stealing mom's credit cards out of the purse <laughs> and buying whatever he wants. Yeah, because again, my favorite word, accountability. They have never had to be accountable for their actions you take you take this away well i'll just go steal something else instead of going hey you know what i really need you know i've been given all this stuff i really should be flying right here but instead it's like no i want this so i'm gonna take this it's like oh my gosh you already come from money why you know why is it never enough it's never enough right he's being a veruca right yes from charlie and chocolate factory yeah he's a veruca yeah. or willy wonka sorry yeah yeah willy wonka well, it's fine I, okay, okay sorry yeah, don't, please don't <laughs> send us emails on that we're yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah yeah so um at this time eric was becoming a disappointment a disappointment to the family as well mm-hmm. but in different ways yes. he wanted to be a model yes and it shows some and modeling pictures they do And this is also where Jose accuses Eric of being gay. Yes. And we need to remember, this is not in today's time, where the LGBTQ um, plus, um, uh, that it's not, I mean, it's still hard to be in that community and come out. But mm-hmm. this is late 80s, early 90s, where, you know, gay people, unfortunately, especially gay men, are still being accused of the AIDS pandemic. It's still looked yes. on as a mental health, as disgusting, as perverse, as all these horrible, inaccurate, totally false things. So they're like, oh my gosh, I think we have a gay son. And, you know, for big old alpha male um, Jose, this is a huge hit to, his, to you know, his masculinity, which... Why? Why? It should not be. You're stupid. But but when Barbara Walters asked asked Eric straight up, hey, are you gay? Mm-hmm. And he says no. So he says right. no. And it's right. like, but we never hear of your girlfriends. And he's like, oh, there were plenty. And he that said they were, yeah. they were there. They were there. And it's like, yeah, they're called beards, Eric, but whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I... So I thought that was interesting that they tried to say that but eric did not eric says no so so it's no right. yeah so this is around the time that jose has been carrying on an eight-year affair with a woman in new york and kitty discovers this and there's another lady mm-hmm. that he's with in california so you know he just he, he got them all over the place yeah so i mean they didn't really have the best father to look up to on as far as yeah. decency and how to act as an upright citizen so right and then this is where kitty starts they say popping pills and drinking mm-hmm. so she's spiraling in her own yeah while everybody else is spiraling too yes and and lyle even said that he witnessed his mother getting beaten by his father yes and i find that interesting because as we get into the trial and what lyle does mm-hmm. i'm like well if you witness this abuse by your dad 
that physically abused your mom, then why did you not protect your mother? I'll just say right. that, and I'll and I'll explain it when we get to the trial. But yeah, so yes. because and two, Kitty's blaming herself. She's like, I've create, I've, I've, I've helped create these monsters, these little spoiled rich brats who think they deserve everything just because mom and dad had money. They had no money. Lyle and Eric have never had money. It was their parents that had the money, and right. more. Jose, you know, I want people always talk about, oh, these kids are rich. No, the parents are rich. The kids are not. <laughs> right, right. Now, inheritance and life insurance wise, sure, they can mm-hmm. be. Right. Yep. So, spring of 89, Jose tells Carlos, that's his uh, brother in law, mm-hmm. that he's taken the boys out of the will. Yes. So, they've had it with the boys. They're over it. Mm-hmm. They, they're just going to cut them off. Right. Now, Eric and his friend Craig, remember we talked about Craig earlier. Yeah. Oh, there, Eric, I know, Eric wrote a, a screenplay about a boy that kills his parents for insurance money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this is foreshadowing. If I've ever seen it. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And it says that after, you know, he had his original script, and then he says Eric rewrote the first four pages and it was almost an exact detail description of what actually happened, what they, what he did to the parent, to his parents, and that it was about insurance money. Yeah, because insurance. here the kids keep hearing, "I'm taking you out of the wheel. You're not going to get a dime from me." Which mm. you know, people have the right to do that in the wheel. It doesn't automatically default to the kids unless there's no wheel. You know, right. so right. so here we go. So here's motive number one, insurance money, because they think they're not going to have any money. Right. And and they, they even described Jose uh, Menendez as someone you did not stand up to. That it was mm-hmm. just like, if you were on his bad side, you might as well just go away because he will, he will make sure to ruin your life just because he didn't like you or you tried to stand up to him and, and deny or defy him. So, wow. so I, I could see why the, you know, why the brothers would be a bit meek around their father if he's mm-hmm. got that type of domineering personality. Right. You know, but, but it's interesting. Yeah. So we know that Kitty ha- had a friend over, I think it was two weeks before the murder. Yes. And she tells the friend, I'm cutting the boys out of the wheel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the friend's like, hey, you know, Lyle is right there and he can hear you. And she's like, I don't care. I'm cutting him out. Mm-hmm. He can hear me. I'm cutting you out. Right. So now you got daddy telling brother-in-law, I'm cutting him out. You got mama saying we're cutting him out to her friend. The kids have, the boys have, uh, and I don't want to call them boys. I'm going to try no, to call them brothers. They're brothers. Because men. that's, their, when I say boys, that makes them sound young. Juvenile and they're not. And innocent, right. They're, mm-hmm. they're 18 and 21 at this time. They so, are adults. Yes. So the brothers hear this. So they know mom and dad are cutting them off, and all of a sudden, they buy guns. Right, because, I mean, that's what you do next when you're written out of a wheel. You go purchase a Mm -hmm. firearm. I mean. Yeah, (laughs) and they bought them two days before the killing. Yeah. Hmm, really? So, Hmm. yeah. And see, Kitty, her friend went and had lunch with her a week before she died, and she said, well, Kitty seemed happy. Everything seemed okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Things were getting kind of back on track, it appeared. Yeah. So... Here we go. It's August 20th, 1989. Yep. 
a warm day, a Sunday yep. night, that probably people in the neighborhood had their windows open to let the warm summer air in. Yep. I thought it was interesting that they said yeah, it up that like that. Yeah, that was a way to describe it. Yep. <laughs> so, Lyle calls 911 crying and all. Oh, it was, I'm not even going to play it. I thought about it, and I was like, no, yeah. because it's such bad acting. Yeah. And the neighbors heard the gunshots, but mm -hmm. they didn't call 911 because they're like, well, it's Beverly Hills. Like, people don't do that around here. Yeah, they said they averaged two murders a year. Yeah. And, like, the the police officer, the detective that they were interviewing said, you know, if ever you, if you finally got that murder call, you're like, oh, my gosh, what has happened? Because we just don't get murders here because... You know, normally in neighborhoods like that, murder does not happen. Right. So, so, and Lyle claims on the phone, you know, someone has shot my mom and dad. Yes, someone. Uh -huh. Right. Uh, you know, and it's like, okay, so they come down there and their alibi is they were at the movies mm -hmm. and they came home and they found their parents shot to death. Right. That they, so this is lie number one out of Correct. a lot. Well, we were at the movies. We walked home and oh my gosh, our parents are you know, brutally murdered because the, even the police described the scene as horrendous. And for oh, yeah. a, a veteran police officer, or really any, to describe a scene horrendous, you know it had to be very, very bad. Very right. bad. And you know what I found interesting was when they got there, they did not check the brothers for gunpowder residue on their hands. Right. And, and Lyle <clears throat> even brought that up. And then I don't know if you heard Lyle say, I bet they changed that now. Oh, oh, I know. His little smart remark there. Yeah, I did catch yeah. that. Because, yeah. they, and they even said, well, the way the brothers were acting, we treated them as victims and not suspects. Because usually, I mean, watch Law and Order, watch CSI. When police are on a scene, who do they start questioning first? The people who found them. And that's who they check out first now. And it right. probably is because of it. I mean, that was a huge mistake on the police's part because the murder weapons were in their cars, gunshot residues were on their gunshot residue was on their hands. But the police wanted to treat them like victims. Why? Because they had money. That's why. We know. Right. If I walked in on a scene, and they're like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "Well, I'm the house cleaner, whatever." You know, they'd be like, well, where were you? And let me see your hands and let, you know, I mean, I, right. <sighs> but it, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Because they said, one of the reporters was saying that people who have money, rich people look at police as almost low level, low level humans. They don't take them Horrible. seriously, you know, yeah. and, and, and so it was just a, oh, I'm going to tell them I just found them like this and they'll, and they'll believe me. La, la, la. Mm -hmm. It's like, no. Mm -mm. Right. So the brothers, um, so the police are still checking into this, right? Because the boys are, vi uh, the brothers are victims. That's yes. what they're trying to say, that they're victims in all this. Oh, yes. They. So there is a memorial service for Kitty and Jose. I'm just going to try to like piece it together a little bit. Okay. Because this documentary was good, but it kept flipping back and it, forth on it me. It jumped all over the place, yes. Yeah. So... They end up getting a payout of over $400,000 in life insurance. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. And they went on a little spinning spree. Well, right. And they <laughs> bought Porsche. They bought a Rolex watch for the parents' memorial service. Yes. And when they were showing that, when he was being questioned, 
that was yeah. that was that was almost comical because she was like, mm-hmm. "So you felt that four days after your parents' murder, you needed a nine thousand five hundred dollar Rolex watch," and he yeah. was like, "Well, it was to go with my suit." at the memorial right. <laughs> and it was like yeah. what yeah. <laughs> so you needed and, a ten thousand dollar watch okay right and he blamed it on his uh uncle he said oh i had to pass oh. everything through him and they yeah. said it was okay so right again so, yeah no accountability like right well they told me i could i mean so that's okay yes oh my gosh right. you're in your so, early 20s and that still that's silly you know right so the police are thinking that this could be a mob hit. They're not sure. But that quickly went right. away that this was not organized crime. They Correct. knew that the that the brothers did it, but they had to prove it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's getting to be about six months, five, six months. Eric is just riddled with guilt. Yes. Yeah. It starts to affect him. Mm-hmm. And Lyle, on the other hand, there ain't nothing going on with Lyle. Right. It's just, <laughs> yeah, he's you like, know. Hey. Well, he right. bought it. And then he bought a restaurant, too. Lyle did in Princeton, New Jersey. Bought a restaurant. Right. Who yeah, does with the that? Money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. that That's what yeah. bothers me. You shot your parents. And what do you go do? Buy a Rolex, a restaurant, a Porsche? I mean, mm-hmm. no. You think you would be buying your plane ticket out of here to a neutral country so that they can't right. extradite you. That's what, I mean, yeah. but that just yeah. shows money for me was the motive. Right. So Eric has the conscience in this. And I yes. have always thought Eric was the conscience between the two of them. Mm-hmm. The first time Eric confesses this uh, killing is to his friend Craig that came over. And he right. said, I bet you want to know what happened to my parents. He gives him in like gory detail everything yes. that happened. Mm-hmm. But Craig doesn't go to the police. No. He doesn't say anything because he said, well, I just didn't know what to do with this. I thought it was another screenplay he was coming up with. He, no, that's just him trying to take responsibility off of himself because he knew it wasn't about a screenplay. Are you kidding? Why would, why would Eric open? Because they're playing chess so well. <laughs> right. You know, right. because they're, he described himself and Eric both as thinkers. Um, well, I play chess and I'm not really a thinker. So, but anyway, <laughs> but, um, so, but, you know, he said, well, you want to know what happened? And, and the friend was like, I wish I had never said yes because I can't get it out of my head. Well, why would why would you think he was like, oh, what happened? Yeah, just tell me what you think happened. I mean, that to me was just like, and then him not going to the police. No, you tell somebody. Right. If it involves murder, you tell somebody, or you think a murder's happening, you tell somebody. Right. <gasps> so Eric. So Eric then is going to his therapist, and his name is Doctor Ozil. Yeah, I know. And so Eric actually confesses what him and Lyle have done with killing his parents. Dr. Ozeal tapes this conversation. It starts Mm -hmm. taping the sessions and talking Mm -hmm. to the brothers about these killings. Now, he's got a girlfriend, the therapist does. A mistress. A mistress. Yeah. She was listed as the mistress of. I was like, so a psychologist has a mistress. Well, that's okay. (laughs) Right. And I love her name, Judalon. I have never heard that name before. Oh, I know. It is a cool name. Yeah. I like that. So he tells Judalon, hey, look, if something ever happens to me, here are the tapes. They're in this vault. And it's the brothers confessing to the murder. Yes. Well, Judalon is the one that was like, hey, I'm going to the police. Uh huh. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Judaline goes to the police, and this is how Eric and Lyle get caught. Yes. 
Finally. So, yep. So, it's 1993. Erica's putting on her power suit. I am, with the shoulder pads. Yep, because we're going to court. Mm-hmm. Looking all fine. <laughs> yeah. So, Mom and Dad got shot and killed in 89. Now, it's 1993. And usher in the brothers. As they walk in, cocky, half-smiling, not a care in the world. Because, and look like Easter eggs. <laughs> and they look, yes, they look like Easter eggs. Because what has been their other experiences in court? Daddy's been right beside them to write a check and get them out of it. But this time, oh no, brothers, you're going to get held accountable for what you did. And I think they start feeling that pressure soon mm -hmm. after opening arguments. Because then that's when they start wearing their Easter eggs. But still yes. wearing their Ralph Lauren stuff, you know. That I'm right. sure was bought from the store and not found at a secondhand store, you know. Right. So there was we're we're in court and it's basically like, okay, is this a child abuse case or a murder case? Right. Because that's kind of where it's going. Um, the prosecutor was like, I kind of had a feeling this is what where it was going to go that this was a child abuse case, and that's why they killed their parents. Mm -hmm. Lyle gets up and it was interesting because him and his mother. I think it was a couple weeks before the killing, they had gotten into an argument mm -hmm. and Kitty grabbed his toupee off of his head, ripped it off. Yes. And Lyle's crying and very upset. And mm -hmm. Eric goes over to him and confesses, dad's been touching me. Right. So then when Lyle hears that Eric's being touched by their father, that that's why this all kind of started transpiring and, and ended up them killing their parents. Right. Yes, that it was it was from finding out that each had been abused by mm -hmm. their father. Then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, it's not because they're taking our money away and because we're disappointments to them. Now it's because, oh, we, we are being physically abused. That is mm -hmm. where I'm like, wait a minute. This, and, and I'm not saying I don't believe them. I would never say that because... Right. There are we victims, there's victims out there who have not said a word and I, mm -hmm. I pray for them and I hope every, you know, I just hope somebody can come in and save them or it stop just something. But I, I have a huge problem with these Menendez brothers because it was somebody killed my parents, the mafia killed my parents, and now that, you know, crap's gotten real and we're in court, oh, we have been abused by our father. Well... Hmm. And not just a couple of times, but years of yes. abuse. And, you, and you're telling me now that you just now have the courage to get up and say something about it. But, and then they talked to, was it a cousin? And the yes. cousin said, well, when we were eight, I think, mm -hmm. yes. he said, hey, my dad does this to me. Does he do this to you? And he was like, no. And he was like, okay, well, don't say anything. So he mm -hmm. said one thing to one person one time. Mm -hmm. And and that, that breaks my heart because I keep thinking, well, they came from money, so they probably went to the doctors and got their checkups. And with what they're describing, and some of it was very, I mean, it's just terrible. And what they're yeah. describing is there should be injuries, noticeable injuries on them. Mm -hmm. But nothing gets said. Nothing... No. Happened and so, but but who else did we just recently talk about when they got on the stand? And oh, my dad assaults me, or my dad abuses me. Well, Casey Anthony. So now right. it's like, well, wait a minute. You know, 
what what's happening here so again i'm not saying i don't believe them but i'm not i'm also saying it's hard to prove that as well right. I, I i don't know i mean i just i'm i'm conflicted on it i'm conflicted but i think that's a big movement too where they're seeing bits and pieces of the courtroom um stuff that people are like well how can you let them they shouldn't be in jail they were abused well no it's not right that they were abused but you can't murder either and not expect to be punished you cannot right. be the ex jury and executioner that's that's right. against the law you know right what i found kind of confusing with this was the the night that transpired right because we know they didn't go to the movies it's obvious oh, okay right, they didn't go right. To, no they didn't right and so I believe Eric got up and said that they were sitting in the living room and he was, his dad, they got into an argument and his dad yeah. said, go upstairs because I'm getting ready to have sex with you. And right. <laughs> Eric was like, something inside of me just exploded and that's what transpired. But then Lyle was saying something different. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lyle... Um... That our parents are going to kill us. Yes, that they, they were saying that it was self-defense now. Now it's, right. here we go, here's another story. It was self-defense because mom and dad were getting ready to kill us because dad was going to go up to the room and, and do thing, do unspeakable mm -hmm. things to us. And mom mm -hmm. was like, well, you're not going to tell anybody because that will bring embarrassment up on our family. So you're just not mm -hmm. going to say anything. So right. we're so we're just going to have to kill you then. It's like, are you serious right now? Yeah, yeah. That was I. I couldn't figure. They couldn't give a straight answer as <laughs> and to that's why. Yeah, you know, what really yeah. happened and and was it really self defense or not? And and that's why I have a problem with the whole abuse storyline again. And I'll say it. I'll keep saying it. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I have a problem with that being the only reason. I mm -hmm. think it was because they were getting ready to lose the lifestyle that they have loved to, um, they, they were, they were accustomed to, and they were like, well, we're not, we're not going to lose this lifestyle, so you all got to go, because why buy the guns two days before the murder? Then all of a sudden, after all this has been happening, Eric finally snaps two days after they buy guns and goes, I just don't know what happened. I just walked in the room and started shooting. No, right. Eric, No. Yeah. You premeditated it because you wanted to kill them. Right. And Eric was getting ready to go to college, too. Yeah, he had his ticket out. He had it. He, when you leave for college, you don't have to come back. You know, get away from that. If that's, if that is what's happening, get out of it. Get out. They had right. means. They had money and means to get out that a lot of victims do not have. Yeah. Yeah. So... Ugh. Lyle even claims that his mom touched them as well. Right. And, I'd, you know, yeah. people kind of saw that as. But now here's the thing, and I just want to say, when the police were looking at the killing, mm -hmm. they said that it seemed like that it was that it was more violent toward the mother than the father. Right. But here, here, Lyle had said, oh, I tried to protect my mom because I saw my dad physically abuse her. Really, Lyle? Because what happened? Oh, after all the shooting stopped, I heard my mom make a sound. Well, what did you do, Lyle? Well, I reloaded the gun and ran around and shot her again. Right. Why would you kill the woman that you're allegedly trying to protect? I mean, it makes... That's yeah. the part. I mean, I, okay, your dad is abusing you and you kill him. 
I understand. As horrible as that is, I understand that. But then the mom, why did you viciously murder her? I don't. Yeah, I don't I, know. That's the part I don't get. If you if you were so concerned about her safety as well, oh oh well because you know this happened to me one time. It. Yeah, uh, this case was Golly. like. But I remember this case coming out when we were like fourteen years old. But I didn't watch it. I mean, yeah. I saw it on blurps on TV. But yeah. to get into this case, this was so frustrating for me. Yeah. I was like, I don't ever want to revisit this case again. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I hate to say that only yeah. because. All this that's going on, it's like, is it spoiled little rich boys Mm -hmm. that mommy and daddy cut them off and they were going to have to go get a job? Right, yeah. Or is is this just years and years of abuse that Mm -hmm. finally just boiled over? Right. And, and of course, uh, Kitty's brother gets on there and says, we never saw any abuse. That's Mm -hmm. preposterous. This was not going on. But then you've got the eight-year-old, or you got the cousin stepping up and saying, yeah, but he told me it did happen. So it's like, there's all this canceling out. Yes, very conflicting uh, information coming from both sides and and at all different points of their life, too. And that's why it's hard to believe that was the only motive when it seemed like the the biggest motive was... Well, they kept telling everybody weeks before the murder that they were being written out. They were cutting them off financially, and mm-hmm. and the boys were starting to panic. Or, excuse right. me, the brothers were starting to panic. Yeah. Because these yeah. were adult men living at home. Adult 18, men yeah. living at home with yeah. their parents. So Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, there was a mistrial. In this first per- trial, yeah. this was a mistrial. Hopelessly deadlocked. Mm-hmm. So... They have a second trial, but things are different. Very different. The the judge bans cameras, so nobody can see it. And certain defense evidence is not admitted into Mm -hmm. this trial. Right. Yeah. Okay. They get found guilty of first-degree murder. Yep. Sentenced to life. Yes. And that's pretty much where they're sitting 31 years later. Yeah. And then now this TikTok resurgence. And and if I understand correctly... The reason why it was not the death penalty is because they they did believe, the jury did believe that there was abuse. So mm-hmm. that there was a part of a reason for the murder. And that's why they mm-hmm. got life and not, not the death penalty. I don't think the death penalty was ever on the table. Right. Because California does have a death penalty, if I'm correct. I didn't, re- right. you know research that but yeah i mean and now they're you know they're both married lyle yeah lyle's on his second marriage yes yep and eric is married to a lady named tammy they've been married for a long time yeah uh lyle married anna erickson for a hot minute and now that marriage ended in divorce and now he's on his second one Mm -hmm. and um that's basically what they're doing yeah, just the, and they were sent to separate jails, uh, prisons yeah. at first, but now they're in the same yeah. uh, prison. Because, you know, even in trial, you know, Lyle says that what he acted out, what his what he says his father did to him, he took Eric into the woods and did the mm-hmm. same thing, So, which mm-hmm. is just terrible. And um, I think that's why they wanted them at separate prisons. Mm-hmm. Was to keep them separated from t- protecting them from each other, but then also because they had conspired to commit this murder. So what else would they conspire to do if in the same prison? But but yeah. you know, thirty 
what 31 years it's been now so yeah yeah they're, they're in the same prison and and trying to help others and yeah when i saw that they showed the prison yeah. and what i found so interesting there's a sign that mm -hmm. says no warning shot yeah no warning shot required yeah yeah i didn't none. know that mm -mm. nope not they're, in they're not playing nope. they're not playing in prison nope prison's serious everybody you know some people want to want to make it magical and, and glorify it and it nope it is serious you do not want to be in there not that i've yeah. been but uh <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah and and it, i thought it you know but here you've got and it showed pictures more of lyle than eric of updated mm -hmm. pictures and lyle is you know he looks fit and he he's, he's in his adidas t-shirt and i'm like are those given mm -hmm. in prison how does he have an yeah. Adidas shirt? Oh my God, he's still getting stuff. You know, it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So people think they should be released, that they yes. have served enough time, but that's not how the law works, folks. No, he, the dad was shot in the back of the head and then multiple yes. times in the front. They were both kneecapped because they tried to make it look like a mafia hit, which mm -hmm. the mafia is not going to kneecap people mm. wow yeah i mean they just it was terrible it was just yeah oh god and and i'm and i don't find either of them hot i find them both to be murderers um mm -hmm. you know it's it's kind of hard to see past that but others are seeing past that and they think oh they're so cute no they're not yeah yeah no they're not Yep. So I think that does it for the brothers. That does the it Menendez for the Menendez brothers. The Menendez brothers. You're exactly right. So, and I'm I'm proud of myself. I did not say Kyle, or I'm, Kyle I'm, and Lyle. You know, I was worried. I like I said, they're not look. They don't look the same, but I get them confused. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. What's wrong it's with right. me? I don't know. Because you're, <laughs> you're precious. That's why. I know. That's nope. what it is. So. Nope. so excellent. All right. Well, if you all have yep. any comments or thoughts on it. Send us an mm -hmm. email. Send us a, a DM. You can comment on our Instagram posts. Um, you're more than welcome to do that. We appreciate you listening. And next week, mm -hmm. we have a, um, a murderer that was a suggestion by one of our listeners, Tiffany. So, hello, Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you so much for the suggestion. Um, yes. Her name is Dorothea. And how do you say the last name? Okay. I had to, let me tell you, I had to write it. It's... <laughs> Poenta. Poenta. Okay. I was yeah. going to not say that. So I'm glad you did. So Dorothea yeah. Poenta. Yes. And we will already go ahead and give a warning. Yes. What should we not be doing when we watch this, Erin? I wouldn't be eating. Okay. Cool. I, I've already kind of been working on it and I would just say <laughs> gross alert. Yeah. So. <laughs> so and not like any crime is not gross right, but right. Little, yeah. we're, we're gonna have to get a little in-depth in it folks so just be prepared yeah, yeah so actually i do not know anything about this one. Oh so yeah so this is gonna be interesting so yes and we and like i said we've already gotten some other suggestions that we'll be doing in the future keep them coming we love it some of yes. the cases we've heard of and some we have not so it this mm -hmm. is this is exciting and we hope you all are having as much fun listening as we are having fun doing this thank you so much for your time and for listening so take care of yourself stay safe keep peeling back those layers of true crime and we will see you next time bye erin bye erica bye, bye guys. everybody